This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Bobby Lee, how are you going, mate? Well, thank you. <laughs> That's funny, that's so formal. That's well, funny. thank you. Well, I'm well, thank you, Adam. Lovely to that's see not, you again. That's not how I spoke. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, folks, welcome to the uh, special Valentine's Day edition of How You Going, Mate. We had uh, an incredible reaction to our uh, Happy New Year's edition, even though it was a couple of days after. Um, some really wonderful feedback. And we've had lots and lots of people come up to us and say, you know, you guys should cover off some of the other major holidays um, or the other major celebrations. Valentine's Day holiday, first I heard. Well, other major celebrations, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and Father's Day and obviously Christmas. Um, Bathis, you have been Bathis specifically weekend. asked to talk about Valentine's Day. By by a number of people, yeah. Correct. Yeah, and, um, and so uh, I think it's worth noting now, we spoke about Happy New Year and we spoke about the fact that um, there is... Uh, sort of a pressure to have certain things happen in New Year, uh, i.e. spending out with a group of people, having a big celebration, making all of these resolutions and making all these changes. And I think the theme that we're going to go with in this one is the pressure that Valentine's Day has around it in terms of romance and love and... Um, and what happens if you don't have romance and love in your life? Yeah. And, and how and, Valentine's Day makes you feel. Yeah. And of course, I went out and I looked for somebody who'd had some devastating romantic relationships and you know, didn't have to look very far. Are you talking about me? No, darling, oh, of course let's not. let's not even get started with my <laughs> romantic... You're very lucky you found me, darling, so you could have yeah. some... <laughs> have some romance in your life. Um, now, oh, so Valentine's goodness. Day for, I guess, I think everyone would know what Valentine's Day is. I can't imagine there'd be too many listeners out there don't really understand what Valentine's Day is. But it is, of course, the, the celebration of St. Valentine um, and St. Valentine's Feast. It's a Christian celebration. Um, I, I don't really know if you need to go into that much most, detail well, about it. But, it's but basically most, getting but, roses and chocolates and somebody saying, I love you, you're hot, or getting, a, <laughs> uh, or getting, or getting, you know, from your secret admirer, you know. It's all about, you know, the, the, the Hollywood idea of romance. It's not well, yeah, oh, St. Valentine, it's, some bloke in the... 16th century or whatever it's, came well, it's from. Been, it's been now, I think it was right? the 13th century. Oh, see, see, it's got to um, be specific. Um, <laughs> one of us has to present facts on this program. Um, but uh, obviously, I was going to say most obviously now characterised by his association with romantic love. Um, and there's a theory that okay. um, there's a theory that Valentine was actually a, a priest who illegally married... Um, Roman soldiers when so they were So he wasn't allowed to, allowed to have love. 
Well, he wasn't allowed to have love either. No, he never knew anything <laughs> about it. Let's not talk about that. Why did he gave him roses? Um, but yeah, so the, the tradition of St. Valentine's Day is, of course, now associated with romantic love. And it's what you might term as a, a hallmark holiday. It's a, a holiday now that is very commercialised. I still don't see a holiday. Well, you, we well, go to work on Valentine's well, you Day. Know what There's I mean. no holiday. It's a celebration, I should say. It's, it's, <laughs> it's celebrated. So, anyway. We thought what we'd cover off is, I guess, the way that this this uh, celebration can have an effect on your mental health and <clears throat> and and where this starts. And and actually, somebody was speaking to me the other day about preschoolers making Valentine's Day cards yes, for each they other. Do. Our daughter's making. She had me at the shops tonight, going out and buying um, Valentine's presents for you and I. So you don't need to buy Valentine's presents for us. And did you buy me one? She bought you one. Yes. Did you buy me one? A no. little bit of one, but well, I haven't just bought you anything. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. But it does start from very young. We're looking at the idea it starts from very young, and I guess it's that idea that we get conditioned a little bit to um, think that this is something that is really, really important. And I had a conversation with a lady at work the other day about this. She was one of the people that suggested, and she said to me, she said, you know, my husband... He tells me he loves me all the time. He buys me little treats all the time. And, you know, and I said to her, I go, you know, well, consider how would you feel if your hubby only said, I love you to you once a year? I'd kick him out of the house. You're lucky because your husband's incredibly... Oh, here we go. <laughs> romantic. What? Oh, your I tickets am. are going to blow off in the wind. <laughs> anyway, um, so I guess it's, it's this idea that, um, you know, I guess the message we want to send is... You know, even though we're conditioned from such a young age for Valentine's Day to be this incredible romantic experience, for a lot of us it isn't. Like, it just isn't one of those things. We were talking, you know, in the in the last few days thinking about this. I, I can remember in high school when, you know, the SRC or something similar to that would sell flowers, roses, and you could buy a rose for somebody at one might have cost, we're talking in the late 80s, early 90s, so maybe 2 or $3, I can't remember. Um, and I bought one for somebody. I bought a couple, I think, over the years. Um, but I don't think I ever had one bought for me in the six years of high no. school. And not even like a secret admirer one. I used to get a little bit devoured because I'd have no one really well, liking me. In the, it's supposed to be something that the the men or the boys <coughs> give the girls usually. But, um, yeah, I remember... <laughs> I'd have mates that would walk away with three or four of the things. Really? Yeah. Well, see, that was never my deal. No. But I would sit back and wait for someone to give me one, and then they didn't. You went to a girl's school, though. No, I'm talking about... This oh, is when we're talking school. about when we're young. Oh, I'm I, talking about... I'm talking about you know, high school. Eight, nine years oh, okay. old. However, I did have someone that I had a crush on when I was a little girl. And one of my very early memories of Valentine's Day was writing him a love letter and he I was eight and he was the 17-year-old teenage boy across the road. And There's laws against that, you know. <laughs> anyway, I wrote him a love letter and I had this from your secret admirer as if he didn't know it was me. <laughs> and The fact he wrote it in crayon was my, a dead giveaway. I got my... Po- oh, I didn't. I'd, I'd progressed from crayons at that stage. I got my poor little five-year-old brother at the time, to run it across the road with a tape recorder p- 
playing Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You over and over. <laughs> I had strict instructions for my five-year-old brother. He was five. I had strict instructions to say, right, take these over, knock on the door, turn the, press play, put the things in. Like, he, poor little kid, he would have been like, what the hell's going you on? You tortured your brother. I'm surprised that man doesn't hate you now. Anyway, go He on. loves me. I know he does. And... Uh, I said, go over there, knock on the door. So he did it. And then my, my, the object of my affection's father opened the door. Luckily, you know, I was close with him. We called him uncle. So, you know, he was, we were quite close as families. And he opened the door and, and sprung my brother trying to press play on Stevie Wonder. And then, oh, so but then Paul came back over. Oh, no, this is easy. I got sprung. I'm like, oh, that was... That was my first ever Valentine's Day experience. <laughs> 17-year-old man. He wasn't a man at that time. Oh, well. I certainly wasn't. A woman. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, that's funny. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't necessarily remember. But that's how young. That's how young you get involved in this Valentine's Day hype. Palava. Yes. Mm, I don't remember a, a Valentine's Day experience. I don't really remember my first Valentine's Day gift. Oh, I do. Oh, okay then. Tell us about it. My, my first Valentine's Day yeah. gift. Yeah. After years and years of me going, why doesn't anybody love me? So I finally, at 16, got my first Valentine's Day gift from my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was tickets to Paul McCartney and a big bunch of roses. Did you like Paul McCartney? I love Paul McCartney. Okay, he was then. coming to Australia to do a concert um, later that year. And was he I good? Did. He was great. Yeah? Yeah, of course. Should we say, well, he wasn't Sir at the time, but he's Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, Sir Paul now. McCartney, yes. Yes. Um, uh, well, yeah, I don't really remember a first Valentine's Day, and I couldn't really tell you a, a, a time where... I mean, I think we've had some nice Valentine's Day. <laughs> Our first Valentine's Day, we had a torrential flood. Oh, downpour. I'd organised this lovely That's picnic... Right. By the beach in Cronulla. By the beach, and we had the worst rain in, I think, for a very long time. And we, <laughs> so it was completely rained out. And we'd only just been together for a short while. So mm. I was going to all the effort, and you were just like, I'll turn up. And, <laughs> and we ended up getting flooded out, and the stormwater drain was going to take us away into the ocean, I think. So we had uh, to sleep in the homeless shelter. It wasn't. <laughs> It was just a little shelter at the little covered shelter area, but it was yeah, it's kind of was kind of gross and a little bit disgusting. So it wasn't the most romantic of spots for us to be sitting in on a Valentine's Day, but it was still quite lovely. And we went, we'd only been together for a month at that point, so everything was nice. Everything was like mm-hmm, new and fresh and exciting. If I did <laughs> we soon it now, got over that. if I did it now, you'd throw stuff at me. Let's be perfectly honest about that. Um, I, I just think, for me though, I don't have a strong memory of a first Valentine's gift, but I do. I do kind of. Um, I, I guess it's kind of one of those things where um, it's just so ingrained and indoctrinated in you as, as you grow up that you feel like you have to celebrate it. You feel like it has to be something, mm-hmm. and I guess it's just the pressure of you know then recognizing that. And it is a range of scenarios that could happen, but you could have could have lost a partner and you're having to deal with that Valentine's Day. You could have not had a partner and feeling that pressure to get one. 
um, you know, you, you could have had a really bad experience around Valentine's Day. And I, and I think it's really important just to put it into a little bit of perspective. Um, similar to, you know, in the same way that Happy New Year's or New Year's Day is not the only day of the year that you can make a change in your life and you shouldn't just tell your mum that you love her on Mother's Day. You know, Valentine's Day to me is kind of a, a bit of a redundant day because you kind of should be doing it all the time. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Like if I just told you, like we said before, if I said to you just once a year I love you, I'd probably be divorced by now. <laughs> could, could that? And I tell you I love you more than you tell me you love me. That's fine. Yeah, because I'm, you know, more romantic. Hmm. Well, <coughs> speaking of, you know, if you don't have a partner and how you feel on Valentine's Day, yeah. I had I had a long period of time where that was the case, and you know, it was very. It used to be quite difficult. You'd walk down the street because it's not a holiday and you have to go to work mm. and I'd go to get my lunch or something and there'd be flowers going left, right and centre and, and I wouldn't have anyone at that. You know, I didn't have no one forever until I met you. That's definite. But I had different things over the time. But Yeah, it's stack of boyfriends. Oh, stop it. Um, but what I'm saying is it can be very disheartening or very, you know, you sort of get a, a real hole in your stomach or a pit in your stomach where all these things are happening, all these people, you see all these these men coming with these big bunches of roses they're taking home to their wives or their girlfriends and you just think, oh. Did you ever have the situation where, um, you know, Valentine's Day, it's the office, you know, a bunch of people getting flowers and you get nothing and somebody turns and says, why don't you have anything, Barb? Why, why, why no, nobody actually anything? turned around and, and said, why don't you have anything? But... Um, there was definitely that situation where there was a bit of pressure of, oh, if you're going to send me something, send it to the office. So, <laughs> so, you know. Listen, if you're going to make a romantic gesture, make a grand romantic gesture in front of everyone. Yeah. And the thing, one year, mm-hmm. and you know of this person, but do not say who it is. Right. Uh, they, I actually received flower roses the day after Valentine's Day, arrived at work. <laughs> and I said to him, "What? Are, it's the day after. What are you doing? Oh, you know, they, they ran out of time. They didn't. I think it's just, it's cheaper the day after than actually on the day. Of course it is. <laughs> he said, at least I thought about you. At least you've got them. It's, oh, yep, fantastic. Well, <laughs> I guess to it was, you don't need to mouth the name to me. <laughs> but I'm guessing that... Well, you know what? Uh, the, 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 I feel like the appropriate response there would have been, um, well, everyone does it on Valentine's Day, darling. I'm doing it the I day thought after, of you so the you know day after. special. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, look, I guess that this is perhaps one where this is um, can be a little bit of a shorter podcast, but I guess that the point of this is, you know, we are looking at the idea that you know, it is. I'd love for people to think of it as just another day. Mm. I would love for people to not get, and I think it actually is happening like that. Yes, I think. I've so seen too. a lot less Valentine's Day sales. Um, doing one of the jobs that I do is working as a as a retail spruker, so I often stand by myself standing out in front of jewelry stores, you know, talking about discounts on various things. I do a lot of jewelry stores um, predominantly, but um, we. 
I've always said, and I've said this for a few years, Mother's Day is far more popular than Valentine's Day. Mother's Day, you will have you could have you know lineups three or four deep at the counter, versus Valentine's Day. I think people are just starting to get a little bit over it, and I, you know there's an array of cards at Coles. Um, I, don't, I don't see them selling out. There hasn't been a really big Valentine's Day display this year. Like mm. they've gone straight into Easter, had back to school, but not a lot of like Valentine's Day. And I think people are starting to understand that it it, it is just something that's kind of a little bit forced down our throat. The effect on your mental health is significant though. And and it can be something for a lot of people that are that is a trigger. Well, I know it was for me when I had was was single, you know, technically single or single completely, or it was something that could make you feel like just you know hibernating for the rest of the yeah. the month or something, and uh, it can be quite disheartening when you're in that situation where you don't have an option of anybody yeah. giving anything or you're hoping somebody will and then they don't and then you think, oh, God, they don't even care about me. Yeah, yeah. And 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 even just that, you know, even as I said, the feeling that, like, I'm a good person, I should get something. And the, mm. even the concept of the secret admirer, like, not only do you not have anyone that's openly wanting to tell you that they love you, you don't have anyone that secretly wants to tell you that they love you either. And I think like, that's where I know over the years that's been the original idea that we had as kids. Like it's go, oh, you got to have a secret admirer. And they, I remember the cards that used to be actually from your secret admirer. Yeah. So that was what Valentine's Day was was um, set around for me growing up. That's what I understood. Which is why I sent my brother across the road with Stevie Wonder and. A, and a, and an eight-year-old girl's card saying, oh, from your secret admirer. Oh, might, hello, it's there me. Might, there might be some people out there that have seen the movie. I think it's Say Anything, um, John Cusack, and he does a similar thing where he, uh, to prove he loves a woman, he stands out the front of a house with a boombox and the song um, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel playing on it. Grand romantic gesture, but somewhat misguided. <laughs> like yours. Yeah. Um, but it, can I tell you another romantic gesture? Because this is the thing where you're saying a lot of it's just another day, yeah. and a lot of people see it as just another day. Yeah. And I had, um, I had a boyfriend in my younger years who lots of boyfriends. No, this was the one particular one okay. that you know of. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> that you know. Of. That sounded, one, that, one that I that know That sounded of. wrong. No, one the, of the 18 that the, I haven't told you about. So un, this is Go untrue. on, tell your story. My first boyfriend, Yes, we were towards the end of our years together. We had some time, quite some time together. Um, and I, he was, he's very much, it's just another day. He's yeah. very much like that. And this particular Valentine's Day, I was like, right, he's going to work. Um, I think I had a day off uni, so I had it all planned with his mum that I was going to come over to their house. I was going to come in with balloons and set it, set it all up. So I had red and red and grey metallic, because metallic was cool back then, balloons. And I'd organise with my mum because I don't like um I don't like tying balloons up. So the night before, my mum and I blew them all up and tied them. I got her to tie them up. And I took I took the 
them all in garbage bags over to his house. And his mum let me in and I went into his room and I set it all up. I had all the balloons all scattered all over his room. I had one of those giant teddies. I sat it on his bed and I had the satin box of shorts from Granny Mays. Remember that? That gift shop that they used to I do remember Granny Mays, yep. Yep, so I had that all there and had the balloons in the sticks saying I love you and all this business. (laughs) Anyway, so I was so proud of myself. Got rid of the garbage bags because his mum wouldn't have liked them laying around the house. And I went home and I'm sitting at home and watching the clock and I ought to be home from work by now. He would go into his room by now. He should have He should have seen it by now. He would know. And I'm sitting there sitting And we were going to be going out that night for you know, Valentine's Day, because that's what we mm. you end up getting into a habit of, oh, it's Valentine's Day, we better do something. Mm. But we've got to book it six months in advance. Um, yeah, and <laughs> anyway, so then oh, he's he's not he's not done anything. He'd be home by now. He would have seen it. So me being impatient as I am, called him up. Oh, hi, happy Valentine's Day. He's like, oh, thanks. I'm like, um, have you been in your bedroom? Oh, yeah, thanks. I was like, oh, you kidding you me. You bastard. You kidding me. I was so deflated and upset. So wounds. Because <laughs> I'd blown them up the night before mm. with my mum. Mm. But I was just so devastated that I'd put so much effort in and he was just like, oh, yeah, thanks. Mm. But it was like, oh, it's just another day. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So. What point in your life did you kind of go, he's right. About Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh, oh, probably I just got over it. When you met me and you had romance every day? (laughs) We haven't had, we don't have romance every day. That's got, that's for sure. I buy you chocolate every day. I will say, however, the most romantic thing that you have done for me did not happen on Valentine's Day or my birthday or Christmas or any of the special days that you sometimes say are holidays. I'm going to stretch it out and say it's probably the most romantic thing you've ever had done. Yes, yes. Pretty close to it. Go on. It was was nice. Definitely in the top three. It was on a Thursday night at the shopping centre near my work. Um, So it doesn't have to be a special day to be romantic. Look, I think romantic gestures can happen all the time and um, there's a, even expanding out from the conversation around Valentine's Day, just even the concept of romantic love is something that you talked about, the Hollywood version of Valentine's Day. And I think that's where a lot of the Valentine's Day idea comes from. Yeah, and and well, yeah. (coughs) But even the idea that um, Hollywood presents a certain version of love that, may or may not actually exist in the real world. Mm. Like, the guy doesn't always get the girl. The star-crossed lovers don't always meet. The mm. You know, you don't always just... And, and the, interestingly, watching the movie, watching the movie, watching the TV show Married at First Sight at the moment... Oh, Do you want to admit to that? You're watching it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> but but in the tradition, in the past when we've watched it, and, uh, you know, but back when I had lower standards and would watch it with you. <laughs> the thing that you hear overwhelmingly when these couples marry each other is this idea that, you know, oh, I didn't feel a spark with him. Oh, there's no spark there. There's no, you know. And I do, whilst I think there's a level of like instant attraction, this idea, I think it's this idea of this Hollywood idea of 
meeting somebody and absolutely falling madly in love with them. Like love at first sight. Yeah, the first time you see them. And I, and I, mm. I kind of feel like, like I'm prepared to say it probably happens. I mean, you know, it happened for you when you met me. But Here we go. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you knew I was going to say that. I could have put buddy on that. But, but, but equally, though, I think there's also that element of you have that initial attraction and and that's nice, but what we don't see in the rep, the, rep, the, the the mass media representation is then the fact that it has to actually build. It has to actually develop from there. It can only you know it's not it's not a, you know really it's just a series of chemical reactions that happen in the body that will eventually die down. What that needs to be there after that is a sense of connection, a sense of camaraderie, a sense of Shared belonging. Shared experiences. Mm. Yeah, it can't be. That 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 initial burst of oh, that high of love will, will disappear. And that's what we don't see in the Hollywood representation. We see the couple, you know, we see the end credits roll and the couple's madly in love because they're kissed in the middle of the, you know. On Valentine's Day. In, on Valentine's Day or, <laughs> you, know, or you know, they're kissed in the middle of the baseball field at the in the, in the final game of the season. But we don't see the practicalities of what their life looks like after that, if they've made it work, how they've made it work. You know, I was even talking, we're talking about this today. We're talking about marriage and we're talking about some of the things like, <laughs> pretty much, I was having a conversation with four ladies at work, pretty much all of them said they couldn't be bothered to get married again and they couldn't be bothered to leave their husbands because they just couldn't be bothered having to get to know and work mm. out and learn about a new person. And, and some of it, and you know, even like... You know, farting in front of your partner. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> but, See, no, but just, always takes it to the toilet. Just the idea. No, but the idea that there are certain things that you you do when you're comfortable with a person that you know, like you and I, you're my best friend, and there are certain things that we do oh. in front of each other with each other because we're best friends. But well, you know, they're just well, there just is, and I just think it's that idea that. You know, you have that initial burst of love, but there has to be a deeper substance to it, and there has to be more to it. And you can, you know, this is part of the reason I don't really understand cheating because it's kind of like you you have that that even if you have that a burst of attraction to somebody, then ultimately what happens is that disappears. You can't possibly have spent an, a significant enough amount of time with them to get to know them because it's almost impossible to do. So really what you're going off is a chemical reaction in the brain that has no real significance. And you could get to the other side of that, end up with this second person and think to yourself, hang on a second, I'm, this is not good. This isn't even as good as what I... Like, this is worse than what I was... You know what I mean? Like, it could be a worse situation. You could be jumping from... You're thinking you're unhappy in this marriage to going into this other relationship where you, once you get to know them, once you deal with the practicalities of love, once you deal with the practicalities of living together and being with each other, you kind of go, why did I leave? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the grass is all, isn't always greener. Is but you still have to, but from. you still have to mow it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no. The point of that the idea behind that statement is is you, the grass might be greener, but you still have to work to maintain it. It doesn't okay. just you know. You don't you don't just jump over the you're other side of the fence and all of a sudden someone's it's fantastic. Grass. Yeah. And you literally start cutting someone else's grass. Exactly. That's what I was referring to. So I think to make this a, a bit of a, a how you go, mate thing, um, even though our message to you would be that it's another day. 
Well, truthfully, it's another day. Yes, wake up in the morning, roll over, tell your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend that you love them, give them a kiss, you know, maybe have a nice dinner tomorrow night. But don't place a bunch of importance on it. And don't forget the people that don't have a husband, wife, boyfriend, partner to do girlfriend, partner. And and I was going to say, yeah. I'll always advocate for those people. Touch touch base. If you've got someone you know that's just lost someone, if you've got someone you know that hasn't got a partner, you know, maybe the fun thing to do would ring up your single... I know people have singles, anti-Valentine's Day parties and single parties. I used to do that with my friends. I would organise sometimes, some of the years, I'd say, come on, let's do our own thing. Yeah. Because nobody loves us. (laughs) (laughs) That cycle when you all line up and you're all single together. Um, But yeah, yeah. I had an idea one time. All right, tell us your idea. One year I said to my friend, and we were both very single at the time, and I said to her, I said, I know what we should do. Become lesbians. Relax. All right, okay. I know what we should do. We should go to the florist and get a whole heap of um, red roses and we go into the city and we find somewhere where we can just like people watch and we watch people walking past and I said and if we see a you know a, a man that we think is attractive and looks like our sort of style of person we should just walk over and give him a rose and introduce ourselves oh she just laughed in my face I'm not gonna do that she says so that was my idea gone Oh, I couldn't. I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was a great idea. How many roses were you going to buy? I don't know. 20? 20? We have 10 each to give out to 10. But then, I mean, you know, maybe it would have been a bit dangerous to do that. Maybe we don't really advocate for that sort of thing, perhaps. But it was a few years ago now. Do you know what you just described, though? What? That. Another Hollywood plot line. Yeah. (laughs) You were going to say that. Doesn't that sound like a start of a romantic comedy? Yeah, we should write write it. You now we've just given away our idea. We're gonna have to edit that out so people don't get it. <laughs> but it does. It's again. That sounds like a start of. I mean, it's. A, it's well, I'm very a, creative. I, I think it's actually a really cool idea, and it could have been really interesting. Thank you. I'm glad you thought it was good because she just went. Oh, no. There's, there's a few scenarios in this. Number one, you find a good bloke the first rose, so you got nine others that you got to hold on to. Then, number two. You don't find any good blokes, and you you hand out ten. Unless roses you got a bunch of roses to go home with. Or or number three, most of the blokes like sorry, love, but I'm you know married, t- taken. Yeah. Well, mm. then you know what I would expect that you would. I'd expect that you'd do a bit of like you know check him out first. Okay, left hand doesn't have a ring. Got a ring on. No, can't give him a rose. <laughs> you know, don't go out trying to break up marriages by giving random blokes well, roses. This is true. But, um, uh, yeah, look, I think... And this was even before The Bachelor <laughs> came out, or The Bachelorette oh. came out. So, so I was, I was so you were just time. trying a real-life Bachelorette? Yeah, of course. Did you have, like, some bloke going, I'm sorry, uh, random stranger, you haven't got a rose from Barbara well, Day, can you just say your goodbyes and <laughs> leave the mansion? Well, I didn't get a chance to see anybody, how, that, how it would play out, because my friend was a chicken. No, we can't do that. <laughs> um, 
It does. <laughs> but again, you know, okay, so there's the romantic comedy. She does that. She meets the guy. Uh, the guy, they, they have this instant chemical reaction with each other. They decide that they love each other. They go out for a drink at a bar. Um, <laughs> and then she goes home that night and hasn't got it, loses his phone number. And then he lost her phone number. And they spend the next, you know, 78 minutes trying to find each other, crisscrossing paths, nearly seeing each other until finally they find themselves a year later on Valentine's Day in the same position. And she gives him a rose and, and, and he, and they fall madly in love and live happily ever after. <laughs> so, does it sound familiar? Pretty much serendipity movie, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's in that movie, that dude's going to get married. Well, John Cusack was hot. But yeah. Excuse me, Kate Beckinsale was pretty fantastic as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, look, to bring, again, bring it back to how you're going, mate. Um, I guess today, which we're going to have this post up tonight slash today, so if it's Valentine's Day, if you're alone, don't sweat it. It's, who cares? Go and do something that you want to do, like go and have a self Valentine's Day. Yeah, go and have a massage. Go and go and eat chocolates. Take yourself I'm out just for dinner. All the things I would do. Go to movies. Yeah. Have a bubble bath. Yep. Bit of self Valentine's Day. Take a day to have a bit of self. It's a Friday night as well. Watch some Netflix. Bit of self chill with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you do want to see what Netflix? Is yeah, that's what I'm day, laughing. Right? <laughs> um, and if you know somebody uh, that is alone on this Valentine's Day, um, touch base with them. If you think, like, genuinely think that it could be an issue for them, that they might be struggling, um, touch base. Let them know you're thinking about them. Check in there, okay? Maybe offer to do something with them. Take them some dinner. Take them some dinner. Take Offer to take, say, hey, let's go and hang out together. Don't go and give random strangers roses. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember that not only was uh, St. Valentine the saint of oh, romantic here we love. Go. We don't care. St. Valentine it. is also the patron saint of epilepsy. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> See, so, very, so, that's, well, that's interesting. Uh, well, <laughs> so, um, you know. Really, like, don't worry too much about old St. Valentine. He's not He's not worth it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah, he is if he looks after epilepsy. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, you know what? Go out and um, make a donation to Epilepsy Australia in the name of St. Valentine. There you go. That's something positive we well can done. do. Well done. See, look at Mr. that. Mr. Historian. I knew that we could find a, a way to make that cool again. Uh, folks, we're posting this uh, again. Let us know what you think on the um, on the various forums. We would love to get some reviews on Apple iTunes. That'd be on the Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That'd be fantastic. Share it with your friends if you've got somebody you think needs to hear this. Um, and like I said, just eat lots of chocolate because there will be lots of chocolate around. Or more importantly, on February the fifteenth, when it's all marked down, go on, go, go and nuts, absolutely smash that. <laughs> <laughs> When it's all on special. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, and uh, don't forget this week, ask somebody. How you going, mate? Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.